Welcome again, everyone, to episode six of our FX 101 series of podcast episodes. In these episodes, we aim to provide you with bite-sized educational and informative content on a range of topics related to financial markets, FX, economics, and more. On the last episode of FX 101, we took a trip into the past and walked through a brief history of currencies, starting all the way back with the onset of bartering, through the adoption of the first coins, the gold standard, right the way through to modern day. If you're interested in hearing more about how the current day FX market came to be, please go back and have a listen to the episode. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and you'll get notifications when all our episodes become available. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about the structure of the FX market, how it operates, its size, its composition, and the role of liquidity providers in foreign exchange. Let's start with how the foreign exchange market operates. The FX market is what is known as an over-the-counter or OTC market. Now, an OTC market involves the exchange of securities, whether that be currencies, bonds or derivatives, for instance, that are not listed on an exchange, such as a New York or London stock exchange. In FX, there is no one physical trading location. Currency trades are decentralised and are instead facilitated by banks and brokers. Dealers act as market makers by providing another party with quoted prices to buy and sell a currency. Unlike in centralised stock markets, there is no one prevailing price for all market participants, ensuring a lack of price transparency with exchange rates instead negotiated between two parties. This means that trades are executed between two participants in the FX market without other market participants being aware of the price at which the exchange was made. Over-the-counter markets are generally less heavily regulated than centralised markets, can sometimes lack liquidity and leave participants open to counterparty risk, where one side of the party defaults prior to completion. This usually makes them riskier to invest in than traditional stock markets. The foreign exchange market is truly vast in terms of size and is indeed the largest financial market of any kind. As of 2022, the daily turnover in the global FX market was 7.5 trillion US dollars, which is roughly double the size that it was in 2010 and more than five times the size than it was in 2001. To put this into context, the global equity market turnover is only around 200 billion dollars a day, that's less than one thirtieth of the size, while the US has a total economic output of around $23 trillion per year. That's the equivalent of the volume of only three days currency trading. Spot transactions now only make up around 30% of the daily turnover in the FX market, spot transactions being trades that are agreed upon at today's rate and completed within two days, referred to as the settlement period. Swaps, options, forwards and other derivatives are now increasingly important in global FX trading volume. FX swaps now account for 51% of the daily trading volume. That's according to the 2022 Triennial Central Bank Survey from BIS. An FX swap is an agreement to borrow one currency and lend another at an initial date before exchanging the amounts at the date of maturity. Forward contracts, which allow participants to agree a rate today for exchange at a future date, have also grown in importance over the years. As of 2022, forwards accounted for 15% of the world's daily FX trading volume. We then have options at 4%, 
FX options, as the name suggests, provide the buyer with a right rather than an obligation to buy or sell a currency at a specified rate on a specific date in the future. But who is accounting for this turnover? Well, the vast majority of trading volume, approximately 90%, is driven by speculators. Speculators will enter into the FX market in the hopes of profiting from changes in the exchange rate. These investors will aim to identify currencies that they believe are misvalued. They'll long or buy currencies that they think are undervalued in the hopes that they appreciate in value. And short or sell currencies that they think are overvalued in the hope that they depreciate. The remaining 10% of trading volume in the FX market is made up by deliverable trading, i.e. the exchange of currencies in order to facilitate international trade. When does trading take place? Well, the FX market is open 24 hours a day during the week and is closed on weekends. This is due to the overlap inherent in trading hours across the various time zones. So when the London trading hours close at 4pm GMT, the New York hours are open. And when New York trading closes at 10pm GMT, the Sydney market is open, and so forth. The most active trading period takes place during the London hours. Around one third of all trades take place during this time, with approximately 17% occurring during New York trading. Unsurprisingly, the US dollar is the most popular traded currency in the world, about 86% of all trades include the greenback, followed by the euro at around 27%. Again, unsurprisingly, the euro-dollar is the most popular traded currency pair in global FX, accounting for just over a quarter of total trading volume. We now move on to the role of liquidity providers in the FX market. Liquidity in the form of bid and offer rates, i.e. the rates to buy and sell the foreign currency, are provided to the foreign exchange market by entities that are known as money centre banks. These money centre banks are the large financial institutions that have operations in key financial centres around the world, whether that be New York, Tokyo or London, for instance, and have borrowing and lending activities with governments, large corporations and standard banks. Rather than raising funds through relying on depositors, these money centre banks raise funds through domestic and international money markets. Examples of money centre banks would be Citigroup, JP Morgan Chase, HSBC or the Bank of America. These liquidity providers, or LPs, are incredibly important for FX as they trade large amounts of currency on a daily basis, providing both stability and depth to the market, acting to limit volatility. Their role in the market is to connect market participants and enable both efficiency and timely execution of trades. The competition inherent due to the presence of multiple LPs also makes for a more efficient market, as this reduces costs for traders due to tighter bid-ask spreads. And that ends today's episode. I hope this has provided you with a clear understanding of how the FX market is structured and the important role of liquidity providers. If you'd like to hear more, we have five other episodes of FX 101 already uploaded to FX Talk, with more to come, so be sure to look out for those in the future. And if you've not done so already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>